Hello, my fellow Rudbirds. Welcome to Bird Fans Forever podcast number 46. Please follow us on Bird Fans Forever Twitter account to be notified of our latest podcast videos. Also visit www.birdfansforever where you can find a list of our previous podcasts. Finally, go visit us on Bird Fans Forever on YouTube. Please click the subscribe button and hit the thumbs up button. YouTube has a current archive of classic Redbird games, which are numbering close to 300. A great game to watch is the Kansas vs. ISU. Lady Redbirds win that game uh, as they advance in the WNIT in 2010. This episode, episode number 46, we have guests talking about tailgating at ISU. Cindy Gate in particular. You will learn about the history of tailgating at ISU, some of the crazy things that happened. You will also see the love of homecoming and tailgating through children's eyes. You will learn about Syndicate. Remember, this Thursday, October 19th uh, at 5 p.m., the madness on Buford Street. Uptime normal will never be the same. It might even get as crazy as the 1984 beer riots. Thank God I had just signed my letter of intent when we have a massive riot at ISU. Hello, folks. Well, my name is Jason Hartzler. I'm Cindy Greskwitz. And we are the first ever repeat folks on Bird Fans Forever. So can you go any slower? Yes, I can. Come on, Jason. <laughs> so I, we're very excited about that. We are very privileged and blessed to be doing this. Uh, we are big Redbird fans. We love John Pemberton. Some of us do. Yeah, and we we love the other couple guys that didn't show up today to our Cindy Gate tailgate. I question Sean and Steve's fandom. But they're they're fantastic people, and uh, we appreciate all that John and John and Steve do, and uh, we're glad that we were had the opportunity to do a little bit at our football tailgate. I know a lot of this has been basketball, but I know that their vision is all Redbird stuff. So we we're glad to be a part of it and give our two cents on things, right? Yes. So welcome to Cindy Gate. Uh, it's, we started this tailgate years ago. Jason and I actually met at a tailgate. If um, you watched the podcast we were first on, I believe it was episode 30. Um, we talked about meeting at a tailgate. And so our tailgate moved around a little. When the new side opened, we bought club tickets and we had to choose our parking spot. And we chose the Turner Redbird lot. And we showed up the first game, and there was some guys next to us. Introduced ourselves. Kent Warner, Mark Briggs. And they might be on this at some point, right? Yes. They're going to be on after you. <laughs> They've already recorded them. So we started, we started the year tailgating next to each other, and it grew closer. I like to call it that we merged. They may say we overtook them. We did. I may be a little strong and said we're overtaking you. I may have put them on probation at some time anyway. Um, but it's come a long way. We had started theming our tailgates a while ago. Uh, and some of our, and so we've continued that here. Some of our best themes, I would say, we used to have a, we've had a circus slash carnival theme where we've had times. snow cones, cotton candy, popcorn, ever you can think of that you could get there. Her brother was in the circus, so we had authentic Barnum and Bailey circus signs at our tailgate. And that was when we were tailgating north of the, the old zoo, the old student. Uh, student section that was on the south end of the and south side of the uh, 
field and we had a lot a lot of fun doing that so we we actually would have people we'd be running the cotton candy machine and people would have their kids go stand in line with money thinking that we were selling it. <laughs> we're like oh no this is all free and you know from the, the things like that have introduced us to so many people it's why our tailgate has grown we always are introducing ourselves to people today we had someone walk up and ask what we're doing I'm like we're recording a podcast and they're like it's the first time here i'm like well anytime you're here join us at our tailgate we like to have a good time. We, you know, just participate. People bring food, enjoy the time, and talk to people. We're lucky we have a good group of people at the tailgate. It's fun to do the themes, too. Uh, some of us are creative. Some of us aren't. And we have a, a lot of people that try to do it. And this year, we had Mark and Kent and kind of their group to come up all the themes. And they've done a fantastic job. Today's the Beef House. I uh, read the beef house in between here and Indiana State, who we're playing, and with a lot of meat and a lot of salad bar and potatoes. And but it, we have interesting people that come up with interesting themes. To go a little history on our our, our meeting that we met in the north lot, the Rop lot, and that's where I used to tailgate. Cindy used to tailgate south of the south end, and, and, and I. I talked her into us tailgating up there, and we enjoyed it. But there was no grass; it was a few spots. It's congested. We loved it. So I said, hey, let's go back to your spot because that's a great spot. We had grassy area, and we did that until they did the renovations. And then that's where Cindy came in and said we came here. But we love this because we have grass, and we always have kids. There's always kids. A lot of kids have grown up in this, and we don't have to worry about them falling down in concrete. They can run around the grass. They're not going to hit by a car, and us adults can do our adults thing and not worry about the kids for the most part. And then uh, – the themes. Back to the themes. Yeah, talking about the <laughs> themes. Um, when we first started doing themes, we it came up with simple ones, but as we went along, I think one of the themes I've been most amazed by, we did Illinois food one year. And I was like, what are people going to bring? It's going to be like burgers and like corn. Oh, people research stuff. One of our friends was like, she's like, did you know Cracker Jacks was invented in Illinois and bringing Cracker Jack cookies? I'm like, who knows that? And like, I mean, we used to have a menu board and you'd see this stuff on there. They're like, wow, it's in theme. And that is amazing to figure out. Like we had last weekend, the theme was Jack's. And I was like, okay, we're going to have like Jack's pizza. That's all we're going to have at the tailgate. Oh no, we didn't even have Jack's pizza. And we had a full fledged, like. A lot of Jack Daniels too, which I don't know if that's good or bad. But... Well, the theme was based on Jack's because of who we were playing. Yeah. The yeah, Jack so Rabbit. San Diego or South Dakota State, defending champions, number one in the country, and they unfortunately proved it against us last yeah. week. But it was a great tailgate. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. One of my favorites was Mardi Gras. I we were big fans of New Orleans. I was just talking to some folks, PC who's going to be on this too. Some original tailgaters here. He loves New Orleans. Got married there, but we. That's when we were on the south side of the stadium. There's this little. Uh, heating and cooling concrete thing and we decorated it as a float like mardi gras we had jumbo jumbo uh, jambalaya and crawfish etouffee and all the new orleans favorites you can think of and it was it's just it was one of, one of my favorites anyway so our this group is crazy and what they think of to bring sometimes what about deep fried turkeys we we yeah we this is the first year in years we haven't done a um deep fried turkeys and we would be up to we were doing five or six a year most we did was probably eight and we deep fry them. we'd have two deep fryers going and just kind of rotating and uh we we had a, a pot and our 
friends of ours, Liam, that he would bring two pots and we would just rotate them. And it, it was it, nothing like deep fried turkey tailgate. It was, it's, and we'll, we'll bring it back. It's just this year we're not doing it. And, uh, those, uh, the first turkey came out and all of a sudden it was like gone in vultures, five minutes. Vultures. <laughs> we're all picking. It didn't really even make it to the table. We're all picking at it. And, uh, and these are, these are 17 to 20 pound turkeys. They're not little turkeys either. So <laughs> lots of, lots of fun. So. Any other fun tailgates you can think about? We've had some. Well, everyone's I mean, fun. Yes, a lot of international ones. We've done, you know, like Oktoberfest and German, and there's there's more than we can. We have, she has a book, by the way, which is kind of I do which have is a book. Cool. Keep, keep track of all tailgates. the different ones we've had, and I asked her to bring it, and we talked about it last night, but we didn't do it, so uh, that's okay. So our our biggest tradition at our tailgate, though, is about an hour before. We all get together and we do a, uh, we all sing the fight song and they do a shot and you don't drink alcohol. That's fine. There's Gatorade shots for you. And then right after that, that means it's time to clean up and get in the game. So we're all in by game time, but it's amazing when you look at some of our games, we've had some playoff games in the snow and we've had like 70, 80 people out there singing the fight song together, and it's just awesome. Well, at homecomings, we get triple figures, and we get a lot of people. And you're going to hear Kent and Mark talk about how they, they'll take credit for the shot, and they should, because they are the ones who did it. So I'm not, but they, they're the ones who started, or they're the ones who thought of it. We're proud to be carrying it on and make it part of Cindygate, because we have other we have other tailgates in our lot. They all come over and they participate in it, and we have such a good time. And we do fireball a lot. And uh, when we went down to Frisco, Texas, for the championship game, we we had over 100 people at the, our tailgate, and they they're a very North Dakota State's very impressive on how they tailgate. They were impressed about what yeah. our group was able to do and bring. We had some people fly, some people drive, but the people that drove filled their trucks up with tables and grills and all this. So we had a pretty and traditional lots of fireball. Yes, and we were sharing drinks with North Dakota State fans. They're like. We really give, and after the game too, because we had million. we had leftovers. <laughs> we were like, we can't drive this home. Yes. Even though we were heartbroken, it was a great year and a well-deserved uh, fun for us to be down there, and we enjoyed what the Redbirds the they bring to us. The Redbirds, and that's why we do this, because the Redbirds bring us a lot of satisfaction and joy. John, a guy, I remember watching him back in the day. Cindy wasn't. Cindy unfortunately was not a. Uh, Lucky enough to see this stallion <laughs> in his day. Uh, otherwise, Robin would have, you know. What do you think <laughs> your blood alcohol levels right now? I'm saying I was good. Uh, that's right. <laughs> you have said when I met them, I got to learn what Blark was <laughs> and Fireball, whatever this other stuff yeah, is. Blarks and Fireball. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. I, we're not. Well, we. I. It's I. St. I Louis. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. St. Louis is a great. So team. thank you for being our first repeat on Bird Fans Forever. Okay. Well, first, I need your names. Mark Briggs. Kent Warner. And this is Bird Fans Forever. you got to say it. Give Birds it Fans me. Forever. Birds Fans Forever. Hashtag? Hashtag? Birds B-F-E- Fans Forever. BF4E. B-F-E. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there whatever. we go. Okay. All right. So, how did you start? We have Syndicate behind us. How did you start Syndicate? So, when they uh, when they reseated the stadium, when the east side was created... Uh, Ken and I had this awesome setup on the south lawn of Reverend Arena that was all to ourselves. And so when we had to go pick our seats out, you also had to pick your uh, parking passes for the first uh, time ever at uh, Hancock Stadium. 
and some people got these spots that were like prime real estate that we had used for the last two years. So we took spots as very close to them as we could without being there. And we go to meet these guys for the first time. We had our own little tailgate. It was the BWW tailgates. We tried really hard. Um, they looked down at us and like, what's going on? Uh, how are you doing? And we're like mad at these guys because they took our spot. And it turns out they've been the nicest people in the world. They reached out to us. We're very welcoming. And we end up basically merging our tailgate with Cindygate. And we've been in that spot since 2012. I think so. You know, one of the things about the reseeding I think that was important was the fact that we got reserved parking for the first time. We just didn't show up on a Saturday hoping our spot was there. And that's what sold me on Hancock 2.0 was the reserved parking because I had a uh, slip number on my ticket to get in the lot. And it's huge for us because with Cindygate, we were now able to say, hey, we're here every week, same spot, same location, same time. Bring your stuff. You're always welcome. And we've welcomed visitors from away teams, home teams, you know, ISU graduates that haven't been to a game in years. They came back. They know where to find us. And it's been a great uh, addition to um, our family's social uh, interactions and just a big part of our, our family going forward. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think when it comes to football season, we know who our family is. I mean, we travel on the road as well. Um, definitely the in-state schools, the directional schools, we, we try to visit. And of course, you know my favorite tailgate is Southern Illinois. That's kind of my Super Bowl, but we end up going to uh, Eastern, Western, anywhere we can get close, Missouri State. Um, we're going to expand out. I think it was Murray State was a great add to the conference because that's another short drive when you go to a tailgate and uh, go to the game and watch the birds on the road. On the road, it's a little bit different than at home because uh, we're a little bit smaller group and we get to spend time with the parents. Parents of the players are on the road and get to know some of them. So I've enjoyed the on the road tailgates just as much here um, in the Turner lot here uh, at Illinois State. It's been a great tradition and a, a huge part of our environment for the last yeah. 10 years. And we went from just maybe a couple tables, you know, even back, even back uh, in, in the Todd Berry era where tailgating wasn't even even allowed really we'd open up the tailgate we'd we'd have some uh, subway maybe sneak an adult beverage or two three but yeah it just is nowhere on the scope that it is now and that's a testament to the isu athletic administration what they've done over time to bring tailgating to isu yeah. and making it a whole game day environment that's bringing all kinds of alums Friends of ISU into the mix, and it's just created an entirely new game day atmosphere from like the late 90s, early 2000s. It's been a, a welcome addition to the whole environment at ISU and what we're all about. And, and the thing is, this has grown over time based on who our administration is. You know, no matter who the president is, athletic director, each of them's taken it at a different level, and we keep building on that. Even the even the bird walk. Yeah. You know, the bird walk was was a great ad. You know, and that that that's a great experience. Got to be a great experience for the players. Yeah. And, you know, this whole game day experience is, as we get to uh, enjoy ISU football on the national level. Yeah. So when we talk about family tradition and what we've really built with Syndicate over the years, I, you'd be remiss if you didn't talk about the addition of the shot, which was completely oh. your uh, invention, <laughs> and it's just exploded over the years. That's traveled multiple states. So 
So talk to talk to the podcast about that. Yeah. So so man, we we started uh, doing a shot in a fight song, and we wanted to get ourselves ready for the game, and we started just pouring a few shots, singing the fight song. We usually do it an hour before the games. We got to tear down tailgate. But it's uh, expanded over time. I know last week we had probably 125 people singing the fight song here in the Turner lot, having a shot, and then going in and enjoying the game. Um, probably our weirdest experience was when national championship game and we pre-poured all these shots. And uh, we had a whole carload full. And I think we ended up handing them out to the Bison fans as well. Yeah. Um, and to get rid of them. But I know. The Bison, they are a legend, though. I, I it, gotta say, but it, it's it's brought people together, and and uh, it really solidifies the end of a great tailgate day before we go in and root on the Redbirds. And and the Frisco experience you mentioned is, is huge. I mean, thank God we weren't in an auto accident because we would have been evaporated <laughs> because of all the alcohol uh, lighting on fire. But that whole environment where we handed out probably 200 plus shots to yeah. such a broad group of Redbirds, former players, alums in the Dallas area, people that traveled from Bloomington. It was just a great day in Redbird athletics that I'll, I'll never forget. It was really important to me and my family. Yeah, and I firmly believe we'll get back there. It's just a matter of when. And I'm Lisa Smith. I'm Dustin Smith. Uh, we are my Cindy is my sister, um, and Jason is our brother-in-law, and that's how we uh, are connected to Cindygate. Uh, kind of hard not to show up when your whole family's showing up. Our other sister and brother-in-law are also here. Our kids are here. Our nephews here. Everybody, uh, it's a family affair for us. So. Uh, one of the things that uh, we like to do for uh, tailgate is uh, I make pudding shots for every tailgate, so try to match the theme to the tailgate. So we like to make things like uh, today we've got uh, buttery nipple and strawberry cheesecake, which uh, your favorite buttery nipple. Yep. <laughs> part of the tailgate, part of the ice tailgate shot is the buttery nipple, which I started with the buttery nipple shot just because I don't like to have the uh, fireball, and which is great, but that's what I like. So, <laughs> but everybody, they've all adopted that, so that's awesome. Do you want to admit that you work at ISU? No, because Lisa <laughs> and I work for this big Midwest insurance company that we will not name, but. I work at the Illinois State, so, <laughs> but go birds, and we love the birds, we love football, we love basketball, we love baseball, we love all the sports, so. Well, and we are, we are very connected, I mean, we, I have a bachelor's and master's from here. I have a bachelor's degree from here, I work here, and I'm almost about retired, 
So that's great. So that's <laughs> awesome. So. So we have more fun following uh, all the birds teams. We football, basketball, volleyball. Yep, lots of family too because we have our Ryan, Lori, everybody, Cindy, yep. Jason, all those guys all yep. from here. Chad, your brother. Yeah. Yep. All graduated from ISU, so that's awesome too. So. Yep. So. Uh, and your and your mom, aunts. Yep. We, so we have a big legacy here too, so that's awesome. So yeah. So one of my favorite things though that you do, you like to get credit for, for tailgate, is how you, early you getting up in the morning to get the breakfast sandwiches ready. Yep. Been doing it for a long time. Been getting up 3:30, 4 o'clock in the morning while my kids were young, <laughs> but she's right there. So yep. <laughs> He's behind the uh, scenes here, but however, I used to get up 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning before things would go chaotic and get really crazy and they would scream and blah, blah, blah. But I would have my own coffee, make some food. It was awesome. <laughs> and uh, still do it to the day. I mean, I love getting up, feeding these people over here and doing what we got to do. And, you know, I get up 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. It's awesome. Make the food. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. It's been great. So thank you very much. All right. So hey. your name, this is Bird Fans Forever. This is Bird Fans Forever. This is Tim Pantaloni and the 2023 Homecoming Prince, Jack. You give a wave, Jack? Huh? You give a wave? So we are here live at Cindy Gate. Probably the best tailgate at uh, ISU here and in the Missouri Valley Conference. And we are excited for Redbirds Rain Homecoming 2023. Jack, did you have a great time in the parade? Yeah. And as Prince in the Homecoming Parade, did you get to throw out a lot of candy? Yeah. Um, and did you get to go with Princess Leilani? Yeah. Was she pretty cool? Um, how long have you been coming here to Cindy Gate into Homecoming? Six years. Six years. And how old are you? Six and a half. Six and a half. So you've been to every ISU Homecoming of your life. Now, do you like uh, being uh, a big Redbird fan? Yeah. Awesome. And who was, uh, name like a special visitor that came to our house that's giant and red. What? Reggie. Reggie came to our house. Are you good pals with Reggie? Yeah. Yeah. Reggie's your favorite bird. Yeah. And someday, where do you want to go to school? Uh, Redbone. You want to be go to Illinois State? Yeah. And what do you want to study? Don't know yet. Basketball. You want to, Do you want to play on the basketball team? Yeah. One of our hosts here, John, played on the basketball team. And he works at State Farm, too. Just like lots of folks in our tailgate. Well, we want to thank... The Bird, Fan, Bird Fans Forever podcast for having us, for everything that you do for supporting Illinois State, Redbird Athletics, and all loyal ISU fans. Can we say go Redbirds on three? One, two, three. Go, go Redbirds. That was awesome. Okay. I'm David Steppenbeck. I'm Bobby Wheat. And we're here on Birds Fans Forever. For the second time, this is our second group of people. Repeat on Bird Fans Forever. This is awesome. It's, what are you it's, talking about? It's, it's exciting. This is an honor. This yeah. is an honor. Thank you, Big Pimp. Yes, this is probably the greatest thing that we have accomplished, <laughs> at least together. Now I can say that I'm proud of something in my life. 
Well, and the most important thing is we're here drinking Cake Grove Empower well, the Nest, which I is great. You. It helps out the student athletes, and we everybody in Bloomington Normal needs to get this beer. I got the koozie. And didn't you you join Empower the Nest? I did. I just joined the board. We've got a great group of people. Uh, we're doing great things. And the best part about it is Empower the Nest is the only collective in the Missouri Valley that supports all of the sports. So we do it for everybody, not just um, one or two. We're here to support everyone. Come on out. Come to a game. Get a beer. And then support the birds. We were having them at volleyball last night. Tonight, if we're going to be at volleyball, I think I'm making volleyball. I'll have one tonight, maybe. Um, So we're seeing Empower the Nest all over the place. We have, and we were just talking over at the tailgate. It's in several restaurants now in Bloomington Normal. Go there, ask for it. And the great thing is a lot of the restaurants are giving money back, too. So it's not just Cake Grove. Even the restaurants themselves are supporting ISU Athletics. Perfect. All right. What else do you guys want to talk about? You mean your repeat? Do you I want mean, to talk about the teams you selected in Episode 11 last time? I mean, you guys didn't pick very good teams. We, we didn't. We felt like <laughs> look like a redo at it. So when my do, team got second on like the vote. So yeah, I mean, I was picked last on Redbird fans, so I'm very unhappy about it. So when we do the reunion show for Episode 11, we're going to pick new teams. And we're going with number 53, John Pemberton, to start it off with. So that's the mistake I made. I got my, my group took his third most voted and with not a single Hall of Famer on the team at all. Well, I think that's name recognition. I think yeah, it's just yeah. the I mean, Pemberton name that got in votes. I mean, we could pick football, and then you give me Trey and um, James Robinson, and let's go from there. All right. Thank you for being on Bird Fans Forever for the second time. Bobby Wheat and David Steppenbeck, you guys rock. I see them all the time and hang out with them So at the games. They, they let me sit with them. It's been awesome. I appreciate it. It, it makes you look like they're friends. Yes. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's great truly an honor. Do. You love ISU. We yeah. love ISU. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is Bird fans forever? You are? I'm Chad Damon. I'm Josie Damon. Archie Damon. Josie and Archie Damon, they're eight-year-old twins. My wife Angie is over at Tailgate right now. Who did not want to participate? Who did not want to participate? No, that's correct. And where do you come from? We come from Freeport, Illinois, a couple two hours and fifteen minutes away. For every game. For every home game. Yep, we've had season tickets for a long time. This is awesome. What do you guys think of tailgating? It's fun. They love it. But don't us rules. You have to go into the club seating. We have club seats. So these guys have been coming to tailgate since they were two months old. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. And there's always a special treat. Always What's the special treat today? Donuts. Donuts and cheesecake. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> and okay, so what do you, you? Is the food the best thing about tailgating? Yes. The yes. food is the best. At homecoming, there's always a plate, and I got, I got a. A bunch of candy, and I also got this purple duck. Hold it way up here so we can see it. There's your purple duck. Your purple duck, and you got that at the parade. What did you guys think of the parade? It was fun. I got a bunch of candy. I got a bunch of candy. 
Along with the donuts and cheesecake. Yes. Right, right. So I expect the crash to come later today, hopefully. And I also got a cake pop from Starbucks. A cake oh. pop from Starbucks. And we also won the 5K. And we got a PR. Archie got a PR in the 5K today. What was your personal best? 33. 33 minutes? Now let's talk about the game. Okay, let's talk about the game. So, well, games are always the best. If you're in the club, you get a free dessert bar in the fourth quarter. The free dessert bar. Josie lines up for the dessert bar at halftime. And we were first last game. We were first? They were first Don't in line for the dessert bar. Don't else. I said that. <laughs> Red Ryan knows that. Red Ryan knows all about that, yeah. They're podcasting. All right. So you love the club box. You love the dessert bar. And there's refillable popcorn for zero dollars. Really? Refillable popcorn, that. yes. And they also have a bunch of candy. Too much candy. <laughs> Don't tell I said that. Alrighty. Don't tell my mom I'm gonna say I'm gonna have millions and millions of candy today. Keep going into the dessert ball. I had for breakfast this morning. Churros. Churros. You guys have had a great day. I had nothing but sugar today. <laughs> nothing but sugar. That's... She eats too much sugar. Yeah. All right, what else you guys want to talk about? What else you two want to talk about? Or you want me to talk? You need to talk for once. You know, this is going on the podcast. Going on the podcast. So Josie and Archie, when we made it to Frisco, Texas for the national title game... My wife was pregnant with them. We actually have pictures of us in front of the national championship sign when you were in mom's belly, didn't we? Was her belly big? And it wasn't too big at that point, but it got She's big. One minute older. She's one minute older. She kicked me out of the way because and I made I a joke. I think I shoved him out of the way and that's how I'm one minute older. I tell everyone that story. I still have the blues from it, Dad. <laughs> Still <was first. laughs> you guys remember what your first ISU sporting event was? Football. Nope. Volleyball. It was nope. football. They were at the game at Iowa when it was, it was 100 degrees. It cold. It was not freezing cold. It was 100 and some odd degrees. This is the freezing coldest game I have ever been to or last weekend's game. Last, or last, two weeks ago. Last night I stayed up till 10.50. He stayed, Tad McDavid stayed up until 1.30 in the morning. He was too loud. <laughs> I was up at 6.45. Today, Archie kicked me a, well, last night, Archie kicked me a bunch. Like, I don't think that's the purpose of what he wants to hear. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. Guys, guys, anything else you want to say? Do you want to say the name of the podcast for me? It's called Bird Fans Forever. Bird Fans Forever. Yes. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. This is awesome. All right. This is Bird Fans Forever. I'm Brandon Punk. And I'm Ryan Fiala. And we're going to throw, give you a throw out. Oh, sorry. You want me to do the office thing? Ryan Fiala, Fiala Brothers Brewery. And? Deepy Dope. Okay. Good. I go there and eat. I'm trying to get my picture up there, but I think he wants me to pay like 2 or $3 million to have my picture on his wall. And so... I'm not sure I can afford that. And we so, got to get Doug Collins' autograph and the Horton poster up for <laughs> sitting in our closet for the last two months. Oh, it's going up before the Ballin' on Buford event. 
Good, 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 good. All right. So we're here at Cindy Gate. You two wanted to talk about homecoming. homecoming. Go. So I graduated in 04 and 06, Bucky. You were 02 and 06, yeah. Yeah, so homecoming back in our day, it wasn't a thing. I don't remember a single homecoming. I couldn't even tell you when it was. No, it's it's insane. I And in fact, my student experience, the younger people, I mean, if you if you think about or, or, uh, Hancock, right? Our Hancock that we had to go to, we had the zoo. And how ah, the zoo, many there, memories there. There was no tailgating. It was, you had to sneak, my kids hopefully don't see this, you had to sneak <laughs> some sort of something in a Mountain Dew bottle into to the game. Um, totally different environment. And, and homecoming, we didn't have all this. This, to me, is, is totally, it's great. There was a watershed moment at some time between when I graduated in 06 with my MBA and I opened Deep Edo in 2008. All of a sudden, first year, you know, we opened in March, and it's October, and people are saying, are you ready for homecoming? And I'm like, I mean, does a tree fall in the woods and nobody hears it? We got our asses kicked that first homecoming. Because all of a sudden, God bless Al Bowman for deciding, let there be alcohol at a tailgate. It became a thing, and everybody came to town, and it was 50% busier than our next busiest day. We had no idea, but by the next year, we were ready for it. And every year since, you know, I got in with the Cindy Gate crowd shortly thereafter, and it's been something to mark on your calendar and something to look forward to all year. 100%. For me, I've really gotten involved with homecoming and how important it is because all three of my kids have been either the homecoming prince or the homecoming princess. Um, somehow all three of them got selected. So homecoming starting in 2009? Really, we came really important to us because we were here all day and did the parade, and my kid would be out there doing like on the, you know, field and everything else. So, homecoming for us is really taken off, and yeah, it's it's crazy the difference between when we were here and now. I mean, just the, the amount of people and and the festivities and the way that even the town comes out for it too. It's it's really. Let's talk about the festivities because. I'm thinking it was about 10 years ago, either they were about to construct the new side of Hancock or they had already started. No, it was before. It was 11 years ago. And I remember the east lot where you couldn't even get to the stadium because there was about a foot deep just layer of bush light cans in that entire parking lot. And now they've actually marked the lanes where people are supposed to be able to walk through, but there was none of that back then. It was just swarm of humanity across an entire parking lot. It went from zero to 100 in like three years, which was crazy. I mean, over here at the lot across from college, uh, college in Maine there, I remember them having to take a tractor in there a few hours after the game to to take care of all, like scoop up all the cans, right? I picture before they did that, it was, if you call it impressive, it was a feat of humanity. I'm not saying it's a positive one, but yeah, <laughs> Redbirds really came to take care of business that day yeah yeah it's it's pretty incredible the amount of change has happened and, and really i mean if you look at campus there's been so many changes and, so and you're many. you're a part of that too right I and mean, if you look at uptown when we were there i mean i try to tell my kids like you know none of this was here no, that 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 yeah that. i mean you've got like a few a few businesses that still remain right but but for the most part it's totally different campus is totally different i mean if you I posted a picture yesterday on Twitter, 11 years ago, that showed them showed the other side of the stadium, and I tried to explain to somebody that 
there were literally like a 15 row metal bleachers over there and and then of course now we've got that bubble i mean and i mean just the changes that happened on campus it's it's crazy and maybe that means just we're getting old right we're definitely getting old eventually everybody's just gonna have to get off my lawn yeah most of these changes you know two of us in our 40s these things seem positive give me another 20 years and i remember the days like people now who say Ah, there was the gallery and the stadium club and Rockies and Shanigans. Yeah. And I was too young and couldn't, I didn't bother with a fake ID because nobody oh, would ever believe I was of age. Yeah. So I never got to experience vodka lemonade pitchers or, yeah, just, you still get sticky floors if you go to certain establishments. But yeah. otherwise, you don't get those smells of the old school bars. No, and and you forget about those smells until you walk into some place. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, the sticky floors used to be kind of a feature. Now they're more of a bug as we get older. As, like, I just yes. want to be able to moonwalk across a bar if Absolutely. I have to. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, I mean, you're a key part of that, though, the changes uptown. I mean, yeah, the rooftop, now you can actually look down on all the madness you can. instead of be sucked into it. You've got this great spot that allows you to, to sit there and people watch and just be part of everything uptown and it's it's beautiful and and it's hilarious because i'll see yesterday there was a mom uh that whose daughter plays she's got two daughters played for you high and she posted or thursday she posted a picture three o'clock in the afternoon and she's like this is amazing it's my first time here it's my new pre it's our new pregame spot and she tagged a bunch of these other you high parents and i'm like yes that's organic but she she, she posted a picture of the Fiala brother clap from she was sitting upstairs and she's like this is we're outside it's, and you're a big part of that if you think about if you think back you got like dp doe right you're like one of the people that came from isu started your own business you're a staple now which is incredible and then you expand into something totally different which is unique and a destination up there and so i you really are I know you're not part of the formal ISU community, but you're part of the growth. I'm well, part of the two-time alum and, you know, I mean, you're a rabid Redbird fan. Yeah. But you're right. I have no formal affiliation since I did teach an entrepreneurship class five years ago. Well, I just mean you're not, you're not ISU. I mean, you don't work for ISU, right? Like you are sinister, but now you're synonymous with it. I mean, kids are going to come down here. I mean, if you look at the way that we talk, people, I don't understand it, but people I went to school with come down here, my friends, once a year, and they go to the pub, right? And they talk about the cheese balls and everything else. But now people are going to come down here in 20 years, and they're going to talk about Fiala yeah, like We got to go. Eventually, everyone's going to think it was there forever. Like, yeah. it's just magically built itself. And... Because you, you, you've done well, and you've got the quirky stuff, like the, the swings, and I mean... You're Malort. And Malort. Malort. So, anyway, I, I didn't mean to get off the tangent, but, no, no, no. but you're really, you, you're a key part of all this. So, And, I mean, look... You did the Frisco Zone, which is amazing, by the way, and always donated a dollar to the the WSF, right? Uh, We did end that program, but we're looking to do something new because it's been almost a decade since we've been to Frisco. The people kind of lost that connection (sighs) over time. So we need something fresh, probably through the brewery, I'm thinking. We just got to figure out what works. But with the transition in uh, Redbird Athletics, figure we'll get with them when things settle and figure something out. Our friends at Keg Grove already have a beer that's empowering the nest, so... We could probably do something along those lines, just, you know, in our own distinct way. Very cool. Awesome, guys. All right. Your names. I'm Floyd Fisher. I'm Patrick Carlson. What year did you graduate in? I graduated from ISU in 1998. I was 98 and then again in 2000. 
Oh, you had to go twice. Then. I, I did. I wasn't smart the first time around, nor the second, but it worked. Okay, before we get into your claim of fame, you've got a little tidbit for Steve Fate. Yes, um, your daughter Jackie uh, used to teach where I'm the assistant principal at. Very cool. All right, so you guys have a claim to fame. Let's hear it. Claim-ish to fame-ish, really, but we are by many people considered the original tailgaters at ISU in this sort of incarnation of tailgating. When we were, well, my senior year, his second senior year, we, uh, ISU did not have tailgating. It was not a thing, and they put up a flyer one day that basically said, hey, come out and tailgate so that more than 800 people will come to a game. And Floyd and I saw it. And uh, showed yeah, up nothing with, better to do. So. Yeah, it was, it was like a Thursday night, the first week of classes. We, uh, we, uh, I mean, one of us picked up a 12 pack of Miller Lake Tall Boys, I think. Maybe a 30 pack. 30 pack. And let's be honest. I think one of us grabbed some barbecue chips. Yeah. Because we would eat anything else under the barbecue chips. So uh, I, don't, I don't think it's over there anymore. There used to be like this big old concrete block on the south end. There was like a exhaust register for all the underground stuff. And we would sit there. We were sitting there on a Thursday night, and you know, we had a few cops stop by. They knew what was going on. Unfortunately, all the students walking to and from class, which would be going to class on a Thursday afternoon, that's a whole other story. They were like, "What are these guys doing sitting here drinking?" And they thought for sure when the cops came up to us, we were in trouble. The cops were just making sure we were having a good time. And yeah, so no, it was a good time. And uh, and uh, there was no rules when all this started, right? It was just literally show up i i think the only rule was three or four hours before game time there was a time limit but that was the only rule and uh, by week two there was a new rule that you had to have a car and luckily he had a truck on campus so so we showed up in week two with a car like you know there were no like lots that you had to be a donor for or anything it was just parking a lot and no, Things just continued to grow. I mean, the athletic department was in a good spot then with, you know, basketball and some other things, but there weren't the high-dollar donors that you have behind you now. So, um, you know, it was a lot of fun back then, and we would drink a lot of beer, and, Christ, we carried that through for many years, yeah. and we met Cindy, and Cindy took yeah. it over. And, and what year was that again you started? 98, 97 would have been the football season that – they may have had tailgating back years ago, but 97 is when they brought it back. Yeah. With uh, Todd Berry, Justin Coach. And, yeah. yeah. And those were starting to turn around. And... Those were some bad teams, but they were winning games. They were, or they were yeah, losing those... games 55-52, so they were fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tide was turning. And... You know, down in this lot down here behind us, the basketball team used to have theirs. And they, I think it was a requirement that they yes. had attended. Yeah. Most of the players would make their way, deviate on the way to the stadium to ours because we would let them drink beer and Coach Stallings wouldn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then they'd drink our beer. And, uh, man, we yeah. took our tailgate on the road, too, where some parents would drink our beer, much to our chagrin. Yeah. All right, tell us about the trip to Easter. It's one of our more memorable trips. We headed over to Charleston. The thankful thing is we got to leave Charleston that night. And then also, you know, there's a ton of people tailgating in this lot, ton of people, but we were pretty much the only ISU people in this lot. And the, we got, the cops came to us at least five times. Hey, you're not allowed to tailgate here. You're not allowed to tailgate here. Yet, everyone around us was, and yet we did not stop. And ISU won the game by a lot, and 
the, the big piece of the story, I think, though, that Floyd is leaving out is there was two women on this 1983-ish EIU basketball. And again, I commend them. I'm, I was never that good of an athlete to play at that level. Um, I commend anybody who could do that. But they decided as well that beer from normal, purchased in normal and driven to Charleston, was much better yes. than beer purchased in Charleston. And they just started pounding our beers, too. So now you got two guys. We probably had a 30-pack between us, so that's only 15 beers apiece. And we got to also, you know, get back to normal at some point, so it's probably helped us in that regard. A couple of women athletes start drinking our beer, and i got to tell you, women basketball players can pound. Yes. So now we're down to about 22 beers after they come through really quick. And But, uh, no, that was a good time. We had, I still remember this. We actually found a liquor store in Charleston. Their homecoming parade's going on, and we actually stopped got some more beer and somehow we ended up in the middle of the parade at one point as well. And so that happened too. And just a side note, we didn't realize in Charleston, we always needed to bring more beer, which came in happy handy when we went down to Murray, Kentucky for a game once where you can't buy beer. But if you're a quarterback on the ISU team, your dad can drink tailgaters beer, unfortunately, even when they're not at the car. So we, uh, we decided one one time, one season, to drive down to, to Murray for the Murray State game. And uh, it, we were we had high expectations for that ISU team, and they didn't quite succeed as well as they should have for a lot of reasons. But wonderful quarterback on that team. Dusty Burke was an outstanding athlete and, and was a real asset to ISU when he was here. And, and his dad was also just a wonderful gentleman who really had an affinity for drinking domestic macro-brewed beer the same way Floyd and I do. The cheaper, the better. So we go down to Murray. We're down there. We're having a good time. We find out in Murray that there's not a lot of places open, so we, we have plenty of beer. We pull in. We park the truck. We start eating food. A little bit of rain comes down. We're drinking. We go into the game. A little bit more comes down. All of a sudden, there's a lightning delay. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so whatever. We kind of hung out there. Well, Dusty's dad, Mr. Burke, left the, the, the stadium for a little bit, comes back and grabs Floyd and uh, tells Floyd some bad news. Nope. We're out of beer. <laughs> just went to the car and started drinking our beer. Drank it all. Now, at the same time, we did have some st- students who had made the trip down. We were sending them to the car and having them bring us beer inside the stadium. Because sure. there were no signs that said no beer allowed. And they did not enforce that in Murray, Kentucky. Yeah. Unlike Carbondale, that's a, whole that's a different story. basketball. But, uh, yeah, but no, so, uh, so Dusty's dad, uh, who, who was a great gentleman, I, I, mean, I could, he was a, a good guy. If you wanted to give up free beers, he was going to be your friend. <laughs> All right. So we're here Take on homecoming. Take me out to the ball. Take me out to the crowd. So I want to recognize a few people here. I'm Kent, by the way, if you don't know me. But PC and Floyd, so I'm going to single them out. I think this is probably where Syndicate started 08, 09? Maybe the 90s? Oh, there you go. When it was illegal to tailgate it at here at Redbird. Uh, on, on the ICU campus, right? So another thing is, thank you, John Pemberton, for bringing the podcast here. But anyway, Kevin Keenan, a football player, former football player, Kevin right here. Kevin Keenan, football player. Yes. 
So we have over 100 people here, I'm just guessing. But here's the deal. Indiana State hates our guts. Okay, they've said it social media. So we need to beat their butts today hard. Okay, I'm tired of this softness that we bring to the table. We need to bring it to another level and win by 37 points and run the ball!